name's Henrietta and welcome to the Britain's Community Channel podcast. Please like and subscribe to this channel. This is a new podcast for the Britain's Community Channel. Welcome to Joe Jage Digital Content Production and welcome our guest Joe Drage. Hello, nice to be here. Nice to meet you too. Tell me more about Joe Drage's digital content production. Yeah, so um, I've set up a little business. We do uh, aerial uh, video and digital content production. Um, so if you need any promotional videos or you need some graphics making for promotional videos or, uh, for example, drone work, um, I've set up a little business uh, providing those services. Um, yeah, really enjoying it and it's uh, been really well so far. Their services are they to the local what, what area? Uh, so yeah, we're sorry, we're based in Northamptonshire. Um, so I, I, tend, I tend to do the forty mile radius around Northampton, but uh, we do I do extend it out to wherever wherever people want me. And I've done stuff over in Norfolk. Um, I've done stuff down down south uh, in Cornwall. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really nice to be able to travel around and do little bits and bobs uh, here, there, and everywhere. Was it more of a need or an ambition to start the company? I think it was a bit of both. Um, so I've always had the idea that I wanted to work for myself. Um, and I last year started up a company called Flux Media Productions with a, a couple of friends. Um, but I decided to part from that in December um, to go off and do freelance. Uh, just for my own reasons, I wanted to do my own stuff. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I suppose it's a bit of both really, cause I've been in part-time work, um, working in different various jobs and I wanted it to be, so I didn't have to part-time work anymore so I could get my own income, uh, decide when I wanted to work, when I could do it. And yeah, I think it's, it's sort of a bit of both. Um, but I also did want to start my own company. I wanted to be able to do video production. I'd invested in the equipment. Um, yeah, so think it's a bit you of You kind of wanted to go freelance and have control of the work that you do and what you do. Because it's your passion. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I could choose how I wanted to do it, when I want to do it. And if I need anyone else along, I can always um, pay pay them to come along and uh, give me a hand with stuff. Um, and I've done that a couple of times. It works really well. What are the values or principles of Joe Drage's digital content production? Well, I'd say probably I want it to be as professional um, as possible, uh, have a good reputation, um, so fast replies, um, fast turnarounds of work, uh, getting it up to the standard that people would want it to be, um, whilst not being overly expensive, uh, obviously being fairly paid for all, um, but uh, just go going out of the way to make sure people get what they want out of it. Um, and yeah, that, 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 that are probably the main values of it. They're, they're very sound values and how it should kind of be done, professional and organised. What occasions and events do you do? It completely varies. I've got, there's, there's such a wide range of services that I can offer. Um, after investing into the equipment, so I've got my uh, Sony a7 III, uh, which is a professional uh, camera, um, DSLR, uh, sorry, mirrorless camera that I can use uh, for videoing and photos. So I can do either video or photo. I've got my gimbal, which is useful for getting some nice smooth shots. So I can do sports stuff. I can do, um, and I mainly use uh, use it for things like weddings or events. Um, 
I've done a couple of events, uh, charity events with um, Cynthia Spencer at the hospice in Northampton, and I've done a couple of fun runs and other places like that. Um, but then obviously there's also the aerial work. So there's doing roof inspections. There's uh, there's so many opportunities for it. Um, but mainly I try and stick to uh, promotional video because um, they, they're fairly simple to do, but they can also be really, really good for your portfolio. Uh, if it's photography, I'll try and uh, – I don't tend to do people photography, so like in a studio, um, but I'll happily go along and take some photos of people with random things, whatever they'd like. Um, I tend to offer that in uh, with the video stuff, so as long as I, I don't really tend to go and do photography by myself, I'll just um, I'll be doing a video project, and I'll say, do you want some photos as well? Uh, and then obviously there's the drone stuff, um, which depends as well completely on what it wants. It's either going to be cinematic, fill uh, up some really nice video or some photos, or it's going to be like a roof inspection where you just film constantly, um, so the people when you send the video over, so they can have a look at what it is. Then there's the graphics work I do as well. Um, not really logo design. Um, I used to do a bit of logo design, but I've decided to step away from that. Um, and it tends to be, I'm at the moment currently working on a brochure for a local company. Um, and yeah, just trying to get as much as I can under my belt um, whilst I'm starting out to, uh, to be able to show to clients. That's very rightly so, because if you, when, once you're starting out, you need a lot of variety of different projects in order to showcase your skills and talent and enhance your work. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, I'd say, if you're, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to get into this industry, what you need under your belt is a load of, I started out by doing a load of free work. Um, I'd say it's probably the last few months I've been getting regular paid work, but um, a lot of my work has been... Uh, event videos for charity videos or just free freebies for people um, to get your get your name out on social media big events for example the fun run I said about um, it was the quirky races uh, fun run last year um, and they put that out on social media and it just spreads your name around um, so people see it and then, then eventually you get you get work and it's all starting to pay off now everything it does eventually pay off what what is it your does. target audience again that's good it depends um i'd say there's two different you could look at this two different aspects aspects sorry um if you're if i'm looking to market uh, myself um it would probably be towards people that are looking for videos it is, again it's going to depend if it's look if i'm targeting weddings um i'll target that towards potential couples it's going to be a younger demographic um normally um saying that i have shot weddings for for elder people it's um it's yeah it's, it, that's very uh, sort of a wide range of people um but then if the actual things themselves um it's going to depend on what the company is targeting um it's going to be something completely different for example a christmas tree shop i shot back in december that was more family orientated um whereas uh, the ppg video a patient participation group video for a doctor's surgery i shot back in february again that was another free bit of work um, but that will be targeted towards um, people that are retired and want to become part of the patient participation group. So, yeah, it, it can be a completely different range. It just uh, That's why when you're finding out about a job, it's really important to find out what your target, what their target audience is so you can sort of sort out your how you shoot the video, how you edit the video to match that demographic. It's very important to have done your research and like identify what the brief is and how you're going to tailor it based on what you've got yes 
Yes, exactly that. It's um, yeah. So you've nailed it on the head there. Um, you said you do a variety of occasions. Are they mainly Northamptonshire based, or are they based in a wide area? Um, I'd say at the moment, a lot of my stuff's been all of the a lot of the free stuff has been local events. Um, because that's the best thing you can do is if you're doing loads of local events, um, that spreads your name out within your local area. So an example of something that I've done regularly is Moulton Festival, the village uh, where I live, I live in Moulton, it's, um, they have a Moulton Festival every uh, May, so it's a Maytime festival, it has the, the Carnival Queen going through and everything, and me and a couple of friends, we've always filmed it every year, uh, made a little promotional video to post in the village, um, in the village group. Uh, on Facebook and it always goes down an absolute treat. Uh, we filmed the fun run the week before and then um, uh, we filmed the festival the week after and depending on how much footage we got we'll even make two separate videos or one big one. Um, but uh, we didn't do it this year obviously because we, we did a virtual video which is also on my social media which worked really really well so we had um, a we went around filmed every every Morris man separately and put the track together so you could hear what it would look like on the festival day and then we had went around getting pictures of all the houses that have been decorated around the village um so yeah it's that's that's probably local area um but a a bit more work's been now coming in um a little bit further out so i've been doing obviously that christmas tree farms in wappenham i've done some drone shots over in norfolk for a golf course um and it's just yeah it's gradually getting bigger and bigger Tell me more about some of your favourite content on your website that would interest our listeners. Oh, I'd say it's going to depend on uh, who's listening. So I'm really happy with a wedding that I shot in January um, for a couple called Ethan and Rachel. Um, we shot that at Moulton Church and Overston Park Golf Club. Um, it was, yeah, it was really, it's just a four minute little highlights reel of the day, but it's really, really nice. Um, really, really enjoyed the day. So that's all on my website. It's all on my social media. Um, but there's also um, a friend of mine that's uh, clothing selling um, called Culture Force on Depop. I've made a load of graphics for him um, for his uh, selling of his clothes. Um, so he's doing giveaways and stuff. And it's just to him to promote himself. So I've made some graphics and stuff for that. And I'm really happy with them. They're also uh, on, they're not on my website yet. They will be soon. But they're on my uh, social media channels as well. Because the work that you do in those ways, you're helping spread other people's content or their product and what they're trying to sell. So it's a I help you, you help me kind of system. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's um, yeah, it's great to be able to, especially with social media nowadays, uh, being able to link with other companies and little businesses. Do you have any specific niches on your social media on each social media channel? I wouldn't say so at the moment. I'd say probably I try and just get as much content out as possible on. So I'm only currently on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Twitter's one of those things I'm looking into to getting, and I've got LinkedIn as well. Um, but LinkedIn obviously is a little bit more formal, um, so it would be more uh, corporate type stuff that I'd put on there. Um, whereas Instagram and Facebook, I use a lot to show off stuff that I've done. Instagram tends to be. Um, I will upload full videos, but they tend to be sort of shorter snippets um, more regularly. Whereas Facebook, I tend to post longer full videos because um, Facebook likes it when you upload longer videos there. Um, and I put them into different sort of playlists. So I've got promotion videos, wedding videos, uh, graphics work, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'd say at the moment, I'd say probably Facebook is looking, it's, it tends to be an older demographic than Instagram. 
Um, so Instagram tends to be younger people, which tend to, I try and fill the screen up as much as possible with my stuff. So I'll always have it, uh, the aspect ratio to be longer. So it fills up the whole screen, whereas Facebook prefers just a normal video. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I'd say Facebook's probably an older demographic, whereas Instagram is probably a younger one. How have you been managing during lockdown? Have you made any new content? Um, yeah, well, lockdown's been probably the best thing. I've, I've been really fortunate with my part-time jobs. Before lockdown, um, I was working a couple of part-time jobs and I wasn't getting much work in. I was doing a lot of free stuff for people. Um, but uh, obviously we got put on furlough uh, in lockdown for my part-time job. So I've used the money that I've been getting for furlough um, to obviously just set on my own finances and stuff, but also to be able to grow the business out. Um, and it's just so happened that I've had loads in the last few weeks of loads of drone work come in. Um, I don't know where it's come from, but it's been very welcomed. Um, and it's been it's been really good just being able to create stuff with people um, properly, um, getting paid for stuff. And yeah, it's, it's been really nice uh, being able to just get some more stuff that I can add to my portfolio. I've been that busy. I've not been able to finish my social media schedules or I need to update my website. I'm currently in the process of building a new website. Um, which I started in lockdown, but I've just been so busy with client work that I've not had a chance to do that yet. So that's my next job once I finish these few jobs that are coming up. Thank you for taking your time to come and talk to me, even though you've got a really busy schedule. No, no, it's absolutely fine. Have you created any charity-based content? Yes, so um, I am uh, an official volunteer now at Cynthia Spencer Hospice in uh, up near Boothville, um, just out on the outskirts of Northampton. Um, and uh, I, I had some connections with them. My granddad was cared for in there. Um, so I wanted to give a little bit back to them to say thank you for all the, all the help he had there. Um, and I have done, over lockdown particularly, a lot of graphics work for them for their social media campaigns. They've got um, their Pledge for Cynthia campaign. Um, they've got their yeah, Forget Me Not campaign and stuff like that. I've made probably three or four Facebook frames for them, uh, profile picture frames. Um, I've done a couple of graphics work. I did just recently did a promotional video for them about their conference centre with their new social distancing measures. Um and yeah, it's really good because it's it's quite good to do the charity stuff because you're working for a professional organisation, and although you're not getting paid for it, it's great because you the, the pressure's not there as much as when you are getting paid because you can try new things, experiment with things, and if they don't like it, they'll say that's uh, we don't really like that. Um, working with Victoria up there as well, it's really really good because she knows exactly what she wants. Um, she'll say if she doesn't want something, or she what, what exactly what she wants. Um, and yeah, it's great to be able to just, uh, I was meant to be filming their colour run back in May and that's how I made the connection with them. So I um, made contact with them and said, would you like it filming? Uh, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, they've got me doing a load of other stuff and it's been really, really good. So you say that working for charities helps you, gives you a bit more freedom in how you want to create your work as well as trying to cater a bit more client specific. Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, I still act within their brand guidelines, but it's, um, it, for example, I made a, uh, for their Pledge for Cynthia campaign, I made a 15, 20 second animation for them, um, showing some of the pictures and stuff. It's just a little sort of social media advert. Um, and it was just something I'd never done before. Um, and it was great to be able to, to say, yeah, I can do that. Now I could go to a client that was paying and say, yeah, I could do that for you. Um, I know roughly how long it takes to do. Um, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'd say it's definitely 
something you should do if you're trying to get into this industry get a free work is definitely the best way to go at first gets your name out there gets your experience you can say you've worked with these companies um and it obviously adds to your portfolio and showreel what social media channels can people use to contact you these will be posted in the description below uh so yeah so i've got facebook um and that's um, either you can go, you can search for Joe Drage Video and Content Production, uh, and you'll find that on Facebook. Um, you'll see my logo; it's a blue uh, logo. Um, and there's also Instagram, um, so it's at Joe Drage Video. Um, you can get me through there, or there's obviously LinkedIn, uh, which I need to get back on top of. Um, that's uh, Joe Drage Video as well. If you search for Joe Drage Video and Content Production on any of them, you'll be able to find me as well. How do you plan to expand your company? I'd say at the moment it's just going to be trying to get more work in, um, but obviously at the moment I'm working a lot of work for a company called Relex Electrical, um, so that that should get me a fair bit of work with them, uh, as well as um, with some other little businesses that they know. Um, so obviously as you, as you, it sort of works exponentially as you work with more companies, they'll recommend you to others, um, and then it obviously it sort of builds up and you get a little sort of client base with you. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to get a couple of regular clients where I perhaps give them a monthly content plan or something like that, um, where they pay monthly um, and I do a certain a, a set amount of work for them or something each month. That would be quite cool to do. Um, but I guess, yeah, the, the main way to expand at the moment is to keep getting as much work in as possible um, and completing it to a high standard so they come back to you or recommend you to others. It's a very good way of trying to get repeat customers exactly. to get expand your work base. Yeah, definitely. What would you say to someone wanting to start vlogging? Oh, yeah, so vlogging. I used to do a lot of vlogging when I was, oh, probably I started when I was 16. Um, and that is probably where my confidence came from for presenting um, and doing stuff like this. Um, I, I, before, I'd be quite timid, not very confident. Um I'd say what you need, I started on my phone. All I did was on my phone and iMovie on my laptop. Um, actually, I started on iMovie on my iPad um, editing. And uh, now I use Premiere Pro. I'm using the full Adobe Suite all the time. And it's it's over four years. It's just progressed uh, four or five years. Um, but I look back at my very first vlogs and you can see how unconfident I am. And... Um, you'll you'll get better at it just keep keep going at it going at it when you're looking at the camera as well this is this is my main tip don't look at the screen if you're on your phone look at the camera because if eye contact is the key thing that you can do uh when you're uh when you're vlogging make sure you're looking at the camera so that it looks like you're looking at the audience through the screen and um, not looking at the screen on your phone because you it will look, look weird with you looking off to the right out of left hand side that's a very interesting tips for someone who wants to start vlogging. What tips would you give to someone who wants to progress into video content production? I'd say probably uh, just get as much work done as you can. Um, if you're at uni at the moment, um, take up any opportunities they have at uni. Um, offer to go and do stuff for the, some of the sports teams, maybe uh, do some videos for the uni, see if anyone needs any videos doing. Uh, there's always stuff that need people need editing for showreels or um yeah just get just make the most out of your course at uni if you're doing that or if you're trying to get into it um you're not perhaps not going to uni or college or something um get a buy a camera buy a cheap camera uh, to start on um uh probably probably set yourself back about 300 400 quid that's the camera that i started on my first one um save up for that um get started on that and yeah just get as much work under your belt as you possibly can 
uh, working for clients. Um, and yeah, so just get your social medias going, uh, get your brand going. Um, so obviously my brand before was Flux Media. Um, now my brand is just my name. Uh, but if you type my name into Google now, all my company comes up um, and it comes up with some linked uh, sort of articles about me on from the university and other things. Um, I'd say, yeah, just make sure you get your, your brand going. Uh, you get a camera um, that's good enough for you to use for video production um, and just work on your editing. Um, that's probably the best way you can do it. Do you have any final remarks? Well, I'd, I'd say probably just thank you for having me along. It's uh, It's been really cool uh, being able to talk about it. I've not really been able to talk to anyone about this so since lockdown obviously happened and it's nice to be able to yeah, sort of spread some some tips and advice around to see if anyone else who was, who was in my position a few years back. Um, and I look back and think, wow, how far I've come so far. Um, yeah, it's been really, really good. Joe, thank you for coming to this podcast. If Please like and subscribe to this channel if you're interested in more podcasts. Any of Joe Drage's social media content are in the description below if you're interested in visiting any of his websites or social media brilliant